Hello guys, and welcome to another episode of the JRE Review. As always, thanks for downloading, I appreciate it, and uh, today's conversation is for a really cool guest, Graham Hancock, for Joe's podcast, 1284. Graham's been on a bunch of times, Joe's a big fan of his, and um, the guy has some... a fascinating viewpoint on history, which is really cool, and it's always great to have him on. Uh, very smart dude, you know, and well thought out, chilled guy as well, and their conversation was awesome. It was super fascinating. I uh, can't wait to hear what you guys thought about it. Um, I really enjoyed it, and uh, it's one that you, you know, you learn a lot from, and it asks questions, right? He's not really like a conspiracy theory guy in that sense, but uh, he has a very different thought process to like what history was and how we look at it. So anyway, let's get going. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Review, where each week I review every single episode of the Joe Rogan Experience. What more do you want? So yeah, Graham has a new book out. That's why he's on the podcast talking to Joe. And uh, he he did the book in the past, um, Fingerprints of the Gods, I believe. And in that book, he just brings up a lot of questions about like ancient civilizations and, you know, are things as old as we say they are? Have we been around longer than thought? And kind of looks at different technologies and... Uh, cities that maybe now are kind of underwater and we don't really believe that they were there. Uh, so he looks at a lot of interesting things and, and asks a lot of cool questions. Uh, I think he's an important dude for um, the the study that he's into, I, I believe, because he's just he's kind of pushing the envelope and going in different directions and not just picking like the most obscure. It's not like an ancient aliens guy, though. I guess there's kind of similarities, and I think he has showed up on that show a few times. I'm not sure. But he keeps, what I like about him is he keeps working really hard, you know, even though scientists and like historians often discredit him. You know, to work through that kind of negative pressure is tough. And he stands strong, and, you know, certain people are starting to really look at his work now and be like, oh shit, this guy has something to talk about. You know, he there's something here. And, I think working through that negative pressure, too, is another thing that Joe really likes about him because Joe preaches that. You know, hate is going to hate. Don't listen. Believe in yourself. That's a lot of the message of, of Rogan's podcast. And, you know, this guy has to push like that. Um, and people, again, when it comes to, like, history and all the rest of it, he talks about how he doesn't get invited to these conferences. He doesn't get to hold real debates with people. He just gets dismissed, like, almost immediately. And that must be incredibly frustrating to feel that kind of negative pressure. Um, his buddy, Randall Carson, who's been on Ro- Rogan's podcast before with Graham Hancock, they had a really cool debate once against another guy who was a skeptic that came on. And I can't remember that guy's name, but uh, he's pretty good too, you know? And they're all friends of Joe. So Joe had them all on together. And if you haven't heard that podcast, it's just one of the older Graham Hancock ones. Uh, definitely check that out if you found this one interesting because there's a lot of cool stuff in there and their debates cool because you know they go back and forth and and the one guy saying he doesn't agree with this and then they give some evidence and it but it's overall it's like it's a good debate back and forth and a good time to kind of 
press these issues and see where the research is and and listen to Randall Carson is really cool. That guy is also super smart. I like the idea that that when Graham talks about how ancient civilizations were wiped out, ones that we didn't know about in the past, and he doesn't have obviously a ton of evidence for it, um, but there are like these little snippets of things, and it looks like we've been around doing things like well over a hundred thousand years, which is you know it's a short amount of time in the history of the planet, but it's a long ass fucking time, and that's really cool. Especially because, you know, when we're looking at history, we only really go back to, like, you know, the Egyptians. And we don't know a lot about them. And, you know, we kind of skip over it all. And then we have fairly decent recorded history from, like, 80 on, maybe a 1,000 years on. It's, like, quite a lot better. But just knowing that, you know, for 98,000 years before that stuff was happening, we really have very little idea what was going on. And, you know, they found all these this place called the Beckley Tepe or something and it's really really old and was purposely buried and you know people aren't really sure why but it's it's like you know all these stones and it's like leaving a bit of a message behind and and it's cool that these people like Graham go there and ask real new questions instead of just dismissing everything like oh this this was just made by farmers or this couldn't have been made by like an advanced people even though the structure itself is massive and incredibly difficult to make, um, I think we're going to see a new generation of like archaeologists that come along and start asking different questions, and maybe that that'll get us more answers. Like th- that's the point, right? You want to figure out what was going on. You want history that is accurate, and I love that stuff. He talks in this podcast. Well, the bit that really stood out to me and I enjoyed was when he was talking about how the pyramids were made. And obviously, you know that that's like a really fucking difficult thing to build, clearly. But when he was talking about these huge granite stones that were like massive amount of tons of granite lifted up really, really high above the king's chamber and how they could have even got there. And, you know, just the fact that we have no real idea of how they did that is still really cool. I mean, we think we've got so much figured out and then you hear that and it's like, how the fuck did they do this shit? Like, what? There must have been something else going on. But we think, no, just primitive. They probably just used a, you know, pulley system or some ropes or, a, I don't know, a ramp. And it's like, hold on, try and do that. Like, we'd struggle today to, to build a lot of those things, to be honest, even with, like, new tools. And that's that's fun, fun to think about. Uh, he talked some about the maps, like old maps, right? So... It sounded really fascinating to me. Uh, I've never heard anything about that before, but I, I, you know, I don't look into these things. But I, uh, he talks about these really old maps. So Antarctica, he said, was discovered in like 1819. And that was it. We didn't know about it before that. But on these really old maps, it shows Antarctica. Like, and these maps are like a thousand years old or maybe even older than that. And that's fucking cool. I would love to see those. I would love to see any image of that. So it was like during the Ice Age and beyond that the the seafaring folks somehow were able to make pretty accurate maps. So like they're not perfect, but it's like how the hell were they even able to kind of put that together? And the fact that they knew Antarctica was there and we didn't, you know, even just like, I guess just 200 years ago we found this out. That's not that long. But for another people to have known it was there way, way longer does bring up some important questions. Who the hell were they? 
how did they figure it out? How advanced was their shit? And it's, again, I just think it's awesome that someone is out there, like, really asking those questions instead of just being like, oh, you know, that was, that map was a guess, you know, or whatever the hell historians say about these maps, uh, you know, at the moment. And mainstream historians, you know, uh, uh, dismissing these things from what Graham's saying. And then um, uh, another thing that he got into was like different human species. So, and Joe talks about this quite a bit. So people have come on and they've talked about how um, we interbred with the Neanderthals, right? So I guess they were the same species as us because you can't breed with a different species, right? So it was the same species, but were there actually different ones that weren't related to us that we couldn't breed with? And Graham was talking about how they found a finger of a of somebody, like a bone, but it was a different species, actually like a totally different human. And learning more about that and where they came from and how we interacted with them, who knows if we can ever get that kind of information, like if there's any knowledge or writing or undiscovered kind of bit of history that will explain it but it's still really cool that that kind of interaction happened like what a fucking wild thing you can see why this guy does this i mean is even though he has to kind of work through all that negativity he's just so passionate about it and so into it i really enjoyed their conversation and i and i uh I would be super interested to read his book and, and see what it is. Just even if, you know, he even says it. I might be wrong, you know, but I'm asking the questions and it's worth asking. And I love that. I love that kind of attitude. But anyway, guys, that's it for me today. Thanks a lot for listening and have a great day.